So, Sean, let's jump into chapter five, which uh, you've titled rule number four, cash flow is king. Uh, I think this is going to be a hugely important topic for most people um, because, frankly, most business owners struggle with cash flow. So, you know, the the old quote is cash is king, but cash flow is is a little bit different than cash itself. Can you kind of explain the distinction? Well, you know, money's not the most important thing, but money makes the most immediate impact. And when you look at cash flow, no matter if you're a millionaire or you're broke, most people have a spending problem. I just heard a stat yesterday, 75% of NFL players that retire two years later end up bankrupt. Wow. And so, you know, it's not a it's not a matter of income. It's a matter of uh of having a plan, but personally, you know, you can automate your finances. So, you know, if you still received a W-2 and you were an employee, the employer takes your taxes out. They'll ask you to participate in 401k. They'll take that out. And when you go to pay your power bill, they'll put it on budget billing. So you pay the same amount every month. Everybody tries to sell you something on a subscription so that it's, you know, a monthly fee so society's kind of helped you to automate your finances. Actually, David Bach wrote a great book that you should pick up called Automatic Millionaire. And he talks about automating. Well, the problem as a business owner is it doesn't necessarily work that way because in business, you really can't automate your finance. You've got to forecast your spending and you got to forecast your revenue. And that's totally different. So... Talk a little bit about that idea of forecasting and, and um, why do you think that's so important? And if somebody listening to this isn't doing it, what's the best way for them to get started? Well, you know, when you uh, are on a 1099, on your own business, you got to kind of forecast revenue and you could do it on an annual basis or quarterly basis where you just simply write down, you know, kind of what you expect to earn. And remember, uh, be conservative on your estimates and be aggressive on your expenses. You know. We tend to be overly aggressive in what we project in terms of income, and we tend to be overly aggressive on, you know, uh, expenses. So set you up, set yourself up to win by being conservative. Project out your income over a period of time. I hope you're paying yourself a salary because remember, you are a shareholder, and any profit over that salary in your business, you're going to take a portion, reinvest it in the business, and then a portion to pay yourself. But you need to forecast things, you know, write down unexpected expenses. I mean, you could have a, a repair bill for a piece of equipment. You got to kind of set money aside for that. Insurance, you know, all your different expenses, just being able to forecast when they come and make sure as you go that you're setting money aside. You know, we've already talked about taxes, but there's other things that you need to, you know, set money aside for so that you have the cash available when those expenses come. And being able to forecast it, sometimes we get delirious and, and see, you know, we have a lot of money in our account. But if, if we're not forecasting what those expenses could be, then it can really get us in trouble. Yeah, I, I think that's that's one of the best disciplines a business owner can get into is is really to have that cash flow forecast at whatever level, whether it's, you know, like you say, quarterly or monthly or even weekly going out into the future. So. You know, if if they've got that in place or they're starting to to put that in place, what are some of the mistakes that you see people make that 
that negatively impact their cash flow? I mean, what's the what are some of the decisions that that create problems? Well, when it comes to estimating uh, your uh, expenses and forecasting, you know, you can use a bookkeeper. There's tons of software, or you can just take a yellow pad and write it out. But be aggressive. Think through all the things, the Christmas fund, um, you know, maybe for the employees, uniforms. I'm going to have to, you know, this is going to wear out. I'm going to have to replace this or, you know, uh, buy a new cell phone or, you know, invest in marketing. Being able to project those things out is a variety of tools. But the other thing I wanted to circle back to is, is that when you forecast expenses on the business side, it really helps you see yourself as a shareholder and as a business owner, and it makes you think differently because, you know, stocks go up because of anticipated earnings. You know, we're in the middle of college football. College football salaries are going up. Why? Because they're betting on this individual to win. You bet on a stock to win. So when you forecast your expenses, you're really building your confidence in yourself because you bet on yourself that your future is going to be bigger than your past. And that you got expenses, you got capital expenses, and you're setting that money aside. I think that uh, the biggest mistake people get into, Steve, is they look back. You know, and in business, if you look back, then you get behind because you do have unpredictable income. So many of your business expenses are unpredictable or not regular. So you have to anticipate those. You know, Wayne Gretzky said, you don't skate to where the pucks go uh, is, you skate to where the pucks going. One of the most important skills you can have is the power of anticipation and being able to anticipate things and have a cushion available. It will give you confidence to be more aggressive in your business. Talk a little bit about the connection between cash flow and confidence. Well, one of the things when I was early in my career, when I was in my 20s, that I repeated over and over to myself is I'm financially independent, don't need the business. I'm financially independent, don't need the business. Now I was broke, but I continually told myself that because you come across as positive, you come across as friendly, easy to do business with. When you are broke or when you need the money, nobody wants to do business with a desperate person. So having control of your cash flow gives you the confidence. And like I said, no matter your income, people have a spending problem. Here's the rule. You can have anything in life you want, but you can't have everything. We get in trouble when we think we can have everything. Life's about choices. It's trade-offs, you know? And so that's when we get in trouble when we try to have everything. But cash gives you the confidence to be present. And if one skill's needed today in the world of business is to be present, is to be able to talk to your customer and not look at your phone, to be able to listen and pick up on and have empathy. And those skills, I feel like, are only available when you feel confident about cash flow, you have a plan in place, you're forecasting your expenses, you have it written on a piece of paper, you're using a bookkeeper, but you feel good about that, that enables you to be more present and to have more courage. You know, I like to say, if you fix your cash flow, you'll fix your business life. And I really believe that because I see so many people that make bad decisions, that come across as uh, desperate, distracted, depressed, and because 
they have a lot of anxiety around their finances. You know, I, I think whenever I talk with a business owner and I say that cash flow and profit are different, a lot of times they'll look at me kind of cross, cross-eyed. cross What are you talking about? But, you know, you can be in business for years and years and years without being profitable as long as you have cash flow. And I think a lot of people maybe get that backwards and they get in trouble. What advice do you have for, for entrepreneurs as they're beginning to look at their cash flow? Is there Are there specific metrics or things that, that if you're advising a business owner that you typically would look for that, you know, maybe in terms of cushion that they ought to have? How, how would you deal with somebody who's just kind of getting started tracking? What do you tell them? Well, you know, it's always better when you start out if you can keep most of the money in your business. But, you know, I think you need to have a 20, 25% margin in your business. After you pay yourself your salary, after you pay your expenses, I think you need to have 20, 25% that sits in that business account that you can use to reinvest in your business and, uh, you know, pay your taxes and that sort of thing. But uh, I think the biggest advice I give people is really overestimate your expenses, if you know. If you have expenses you pay annually, really be aggressive and and round up. Add 15% to all your expenses, okay? And then your income, you know, shortcut it by 15%. These are little tricks or shortcuts that I've learned personally that I think are very beneficial. And uh, it amazes me every time I forecast my expenses, I end up, not 10 or 15% under, I usually end up about where they should be. And most of the time for income, I usually end up a little uh, better than I had forecasted. And it just, it's kind of the, the checks and balances with yourself. Because, you know, we are our biggest enemy. And, you know, we tend to, uh, you know, be obnoxiously optimistic with ourselves. And it's hard to admit So I think those two basic rules can really keep you out of a lot of trouble because no matter what you forecast, you're just going to add 10 to 15%. Could be 20, whatever you're personally comfortable with. And then when you, on the revenue side, you're going to just deduct 10 to 20%, whatever you're comfortable with. And I think that's easy to do and you're more willing to do it as compared to trying to come up with some sophisticated formula. Just take expenses and raise them, but make sure you are forecasting them and write them down and move forward because there will be things that come up that uh, you won't be able to anticipate and you'll have that buffer in there. I think that's fantastic advice. Um, and and if you're not, if you're listening to this and you're not forecasting your cash flow yet, start now. It doesn't have to be really sophisticated. Like Sean said, it can be on a legal pad. But uh, one of the most important things you can do in your business. And I'll, let, me, let me add this to it. Uh, one thing about that, too, is it adds what I call dynamic tension. You know, the mind denies, I've said before, what it don't want to accept. And mainly that's with ourselves. But when you sit down and you start forecasting, you go, my gosh, man, I got a lot of expenses. My wife and I just got back on a vacation because of the pandemic. We hadn't been anywhere. And I asked her how much she thought the trip cost. And it, her number was half of what it actually cost. So I had to pull out the, 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 the debit card, the, the bank statement, and I went through and had her personally add it up. And she looked at me and she goes, well, I'm glad we had a great time. 
I had no idea it cost this much. And that's kind of the way we are. We tend to forget when things cost a lot, and we tend to brag when things cost a little. So it's a way to keep yourself on track. 